Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode we're going to be talking about Frozen. Let's just talk about Frozen. Now, I've just been to see it at the cinema this morning. I had to get up early on a Saturday, but it was for Frozen, so it was worth it, of course. And then I went to see Encanto again straight after, so it was a nice double bill of Disney right there. And to be fair, I think Encanto is a much better film. Like, absolutely. That's what I said in my review for Encanto. But I love Frozen, okay? Frozen's a great film. I did not see it at the cinema when it first came out because I thought, ha, that looks stupid. But I hold my hands up and say, it's great. Okay, it's a really, really fun musical. It's a fun animated Disney film. It's charming. It's sweet. It's humorous. It's emotional. Yeah, I mean, it didn't make me cry maybe tear up a little bit but didn't make me cry but it's just like a really sweet film that you can watch any day of the week and any time of the year now i'm pretty sure the biggest misconception in i don't know the world is that frozen is a christmas film but i'm here to say let the record show it's not a christmas film it's just not it's set in summer like the whole point of frozen is the winter comes all of a sudden because they're in july so that's not a Christmas film. Snow doesn't make it a Christmas film. And there's no Santa. There's no presents. There's just snow. That's all there is. So it's not a Christmas film. You know, If you're going to talk about Die Hard. Is that a Christmas film? Is it not a Christmas film? Let's see. It's set at Christmas. There's presents. There's a Christmas party. There's Christmas music. It's definitely a Christmas film. Whereas this. There's snow. There's snow and nothing else. So I really don't believe this is, well, no, I don't not believe. I just know for a fact it's not a Christmas film. And anybody that says it is, is lying. They need to watch it again because, you know, Olaf sings about how, what's snow going to be like in summer? So I don't know why they keep showing it at Christmas because I went to see it, I think, two years ago at the cinema around this time. But I think it was released around November when it first came out, like eight years ago, 2013. Jesus. So I can understand the relevance of it being released now, but at the same time, don't say it's a Christmas film and don't have it as sort of like a Christmassy showing because it's not, you know, it's really not. So that's the first thing I wanted to get off my chest. The second thing, I think it has something to do with the fact Encanto's just been released and seeing those character designs, seeing the animation, it's so good now. And for 2013, it was still good. Okay, Frozen still looks great, but you can tell it looks a lot like they've just carbon copied every single character and changed them slightly. Whereas in Encanto and with Disney's more recent films like Moana, which, you know, still four, five years old. No, it can't be five years old. 2016. That's crazy. Okay, five years old, I think. But Moana, you know, was kind of a big breakthrough for how these characters look different and they nailed the curly hair and now they've done that 10 times in Encanto but in Frozen all the characters look very similar to one another now I don't know if people have seen it recently to know this but I assure you go and watch it Anna and Elsa yes I know the sisters and I know they're meant to be genetically similar but their hairstyle could be different and at the start it's not so when they're having the ball when Anna and Elsa are finally meeting up again after so many years of being kept in isolation. Their hairstyles are identical. It's just one's got a fringe going to the left 
and the other one's got a fringe going to the right. But apart from that, it's just the colour that's changed. The hairstyle is identical. Now, this is fine because, you know, it was 2013 and the technology wasn't as good then as it is now. But seeing these characters and every single male character, except for Kristoff, has sideburns and the same hairstyle. Every single one of them, you know, everybody at that ball, Hans, the Duke of Weselton guy, his bodyguards, every single royal guard, they all look the same. They've got the same haircut. They've got the same bone structure because it's all just copies of one another. Whereas you do look at Encanto, which I'm glad I watched back to back because, well, I've already seen Encanto like four times now. So obviously it's drilled into my head how good it looks and how every single character looks different and looks unique. But seeing that straight after watching Frozen, it's incredibly impressive how far Disney have come. Now, I like what that does for the legacy of Disney, but I don't particularly enjoy how it makes me see Frozen. Because even though I love Frozen and the songs are great, the characters are still good, I can't help but shake the feeling that it looks lazy because of how the characters just look identical and I, I feel bad because I've got to put myself in the shoes of somebody that would have watched it as soon as it first came out and having not seen any of the more recent Disney films but we've got to be realistic you know we live in a world where you can revisit old films at any given day but you can also watch brand new ones and technology is constantly advancing animation is advancing every single thing that Disney have used has come on a long way since Frozen which is pretty mad because, yeah, 2013 doesn't seem that long ago, but the fact that we've had so much improvement in just that space of time, it's pretty breathtaking. Like, you wouldn't have expected that because when you had Frozen, like, you compare that to, say, the first Toy Story, there's at least 15 years in between those films, and you can definitely tell the advancement that's been made. But now, in just that eight-year space of time, there's still such a huge leap. And that's great. That is great. But when I'm watching Frozen and when I'm singing along to Let It Go and when I'm singing along to For the First Time in Forever, which is a great song, I just feel kind of uh, betrayed. I don't, I don't know the word. I just feel kind of eh because I'm watching this and I'm seeing all these characters and I'm thinking, that looks lazy. But I know, I know full well that when this was made, that was not lazy. That was extremely difficult. And any single animation film is a nightmare to make. It's really difficult, it's really intricate and detailed, and fair enough, they do a great job. And the design of everything, like the outfits and the trolls and the snow powers and how Elsa operates, like, she's great. The whole animation technique is fantastic for the whole film. It's just the characters. I cannot get over how similar the characters look to one another. But then again, that is, you know, kind of weighed down by the fact that Encanto is one of the most visually striking films I've ever seen because of how different the characters look so I'm not going to be too harsh on Frozen I still love it I think it's a sweet funny film the whole family can enjoy it literally everybody can enjoy it now when it first came out I was a 13 year old boy and I thought no way I'm not going to watch Frozen it's a stupid Disney musical about princesses and romance no thanks definitely not I'll just go and watch Bad Neighbours <laughs> underage <laughs> but then I've watched it, I, I can't remember when the first time we watched Frozen was, I think we bought it and then we watched it in 3D and it was magical, it's so good, it's so exciting and different because, you know, we've had so many different Disney films before that have explored 
what animals would do, what a Sleeping Beauty princess would do, what Snow White, Cinderella, you name it. We've had all these different explorations from Disney, but this was a real stepping stone going forwards because we had the snow powers, we had sort of a real magical element. There's always a sense of magic in Disney films, but this is a real sense of you know, using magic and having these two princesses, one turning into the queen, at the forefront of this film is pretty empowering Like for 2013 very empowering so i love that and i think what's best of all is the longevity of this film because still today like there wasn't that many people in the cinema but that being said still today as soon as those opening notes of let it go comes on you just know what's about to come you know the song you know the lyrics you know the experience that you're in for and you know little girls all over the world right now they're still watching frozen and they're still enjoying it they're still dressing up like the princesses and that's wonderful, you know, eight years on and we're still doing that. I know it doesn't seem like that long, but at the same time, what thing from eight years ago, whether it's a film or a music video, whatever, what are people still referencing now? What are people still dressing up as? I honestly don't know. I'd have to think about it for a very long time to understand a similar sort of thing to what children face with Frozen, you know, the way children interact with it. And the way I interact with it, because I'm not a child, but I think it's brilliant. I love it. I'm 21 years of age. And I went to see Frozen and Encanto back to back at the cinema on a Saturday. What am I doing with my life? But I loved it. You know, I love that. I'm not going to stop. I love these films. I love Disney. It's magical. It's fun. It's exciting. It's sing-songy. I love singing. I love that atmosphere. I love just being in there, lip-syncing all the lyrics and you know, singing occasionally because, you know, there's not really a lot of people there, so I can get away with it without being embarrassed. But still, I'm 21 years old, but I'm still enjoying this stuff. So who is the target audience for Frozen? Everybody, quite literally, everybody. To be fair, I think there's more songs in this than there is in Encanto, but these ones are a lot easier to learn. Like, bear in mind this was eight years ago, so eight years of learning these songs was seven years because I don't think I watched it until a year after. But over half a decade of learning these songs... Of course, I know every single one, but with Encanto, it's a lot quicker and it's a lot, you know, sharper and more intellectual with their songs. But with this, it's just, you know, classic, let it go, let it go. She says it like 50 times in that song. So it's fun. It's great. It's iconic as hell, but it is very basic with the songs. That being said, perfectly all right. And there is nothing wrong whatsoever with having these simple songs that are easy to follow, easy to sing along to. Because it's a kid's film. <laughs> it is a kid's film that, you know, you want to sell. It's all just to sell merchandise, whether it's an Elsa dress with the talking thing that lets you sing along to it, I don't know. Or whether it's a toy, or whether it's a album, a CD album. It's all just to sell. You know, it's just a marketing ploy. They want to have easier songs to sing along to because it's going to last a longer time. I can guarantee, unfortunately, I can guarantee this, which I hope it isn't the case, but... Give it eight years, people will not remember some of the songs in Encanto because they're too hard to learn. Whereas with Frozen, every single one of them, iconic, amazing sing-along songs. Encanto's different, you know, they're both different. I'm not going to compare them, but at the same time, I can guarantee this won't be the case in eight years' time, and it'll be 16 years' time for Frozen. People will still be singing Let It Go. And fair enough, I'll be one of those people, you know, I will, I can't deny that. So yeah, Frozen, it's fun, it's amazing. I love the performances, I think Kristen Bell does a great job as Anna, I think Adele Dazeem, <laughs> she does a great job as Elsa. 
Everybody else is great. Jonathan Groff's good in it. Josh Gad is good in it. Olaf's just adorable. You know, everybody wants an Olaf. I think he's one of the best characters that Disney have made up. So, yeah, love Olaf, love this film. The script is pretty good. Quite like the script, actually. I think it's quite fresh and quite... You know, modern, even though this was eight years ago, it's still pretty modern and it's set in the past because everything seems to be that kind of aesthetic that it is taking place many, many years ago. But the script makes it feel quite modern and updated and I like that. And there's a lot of funny moments in it that quite deadpan. You know, the fact that Anna wants to get married to a guy that she literally just met and then they go sing a song. And yeah, I mean, it's very lovey-dovey and you know, stupid, but at the same time, it's brilliant, it's absolutely adorable and charming and funny, you know, that's all you want from a film, that's all you want from a Disney film, so it, it ticks all the boxes, and it's very rewatchable. Like, I cannot count the number of times I've seen it, because whenever I watch, like, a really, really scary film, I will go straight to this film, you know, every single time, except for The Night House earlier in the year, I changed it up, I was gonna watch Frozen, and then I thought, you know what, I watched it recently because I also got scared at another film. I will watch Moana instead. So I watched Moana after that. But every single other time I've been terrified after watching a horror film. I've watched Frozen when I watched the first chapter of It back in 2017, I think it was. I got home and I stuck on Frozen when I watched Hereditary. I stuck on Frozen when I watched Midsummer. I stuck on Frozen every single time I get scared. This is my go-to film, you know, I love it, and I hope everybody else enjoys it, because, yeah, I feel like it's kind of universally acclaimed, but at the same time, it's one of those films that people are like, ugh, Frozen, God. But it's not that bad, like, it's actually pretty good, and yeah, I will admit, when I first heard about it, when I first saw the trailer, I thought, definitely not, <laughs> 100% no, but yeah, good film, I enjoy it, so... I may do Frozen 2 next, I need to watch it first again because I cannot remember it at all unfortunately. That's the problem with sequels, I just can't remember Frozen 2. But as far as the first Frozen goes, I think it absolutely whips. I think it's such a fun film and yeah, there's a few questionable moments like the fact right at the start, the troll stone lady just sees a kid and a reindeer and says, cuties, I'm gonna keep you. Like, okay, we're gonna just excuse the casual kidnapping nature? I mean, even the fact that Anna falls in love instantly with a guy that she's just met. Like, it all seems very dangerous and very questionable, but it's a kid's film. It's frozen. Who cares? We just want to watch it for the icicles and the snow. <laughs> That's all. So, yeah, it's a good film. It's not a Christmas film, but it's a great film. And with that, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> and I shall speak to you in the next episode if you can't handle the truth.